Hi, this is Marcos over at Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. Have an idea, question, or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Tune in radio and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. All right, Dave, are you ready? Because I'm ready. Yeah, I'm excited about this. It's been a couple weeks since we've done the Disney news and history, so let's go back to our roots. Let's get down to the down and dirty. I love it. Let's start off with some rumors, dude. Hey, let me ask you a question, Dave. You brush your teeth often, right? Twice a day, bro. That's it? That's that's recommended by the ADA, twice a day. All right. I know. I'm just asking. All right. So What, what do you do? Oh, at least three times a day. Morning, after lunch, at work, and I carry a toothbrush and toothpaste at, at work and at night before I go to bed. So you're the one that I see the blobs of toothpaste in the men's room at school. No, for. that is not me because I clean up after myself. I live with a wife that n- nags me at home. <laughs> Good for Aaron. <laughs> yeah, so trying to teach Colin that too as well. But so yeah, uh, Orlando Sentinel. I caught this story uh, actually today because one of our friends, Chrissy, you know, that owns all those Dooney bags, said, "Hey, why don't you uh, read up the Orlando Sentinel? There's a story about a man and a Hello Kitty toothbrush. You ready? Let's hear it. This does not sound promising though. Uh, this is." Awesome. This is something straight out of cops, dude. I'm not even even kidding. So, broken toothbrush, luggage mishap at Disney Resort leads to tourist arrests. You gotta love it. (laughs) So, apparently, dude, so get this, man. There was a mix-up in luggage. So, this, this family checks in. They get their room. They leave their hotel. They come back. And apparently, there are 14 bags of luggage in their room. That aren't theirs? Not theirs. All right. Bonus. So what's the first thing you do? You go through it, right? <laughs> well, most people would probably call the front desk. I'm joking. Them, I'm but... totally joking. <laughs> but okay. So, right, right. So apparently this uh, – or excuse me, the 14 bags of luggage had been mistakenly delivered to the couple's room. And it was supposed to go apparently to room like uh, I believe – 780 40 or 7845 and this was at let me get here real quick let me get this right the animal kingdom villa okay so this is at the animal kingdom villa dude and so this luggage was supposed to go to 7845 instead it went to 7854 it's okay that's a common mistake probably right dyslexic bellhop don't they yes they do so (laughs) you know what you could probably tell the man hey we'll pay you 35,000 uh no, that wouldn't that wouldn't work out. Tell him you're paying him fifty three thousand a year, and he gets actually thirty five. So, anywho, so this fourteen bags of luggage delivered to the wrong room. This family walks in, they see all this luggage, and they also notice at the same time not only are all these bags in the room, 
but their Hello Kitty's toothbrush is broken. Their daughter's Hello Kitty toothbrush. Oh and God. they are irate. So they called down to Concierge. They're like, hey, my daughter's Hello Kitty toothbrush is broken. We want you to replace it. Oh, yeah, and there's 14 bags of luggage that have been delivered to my room by mistake. Get them out, too. The manager was apparently trying to talk or calm down the father of the daughter's broken Hello Kitty toothbrush because this family and, and the husband was just simply irate. They were straight peeved that this Hello Kitty toothbrush had been broken, and they demanded that concierge service and the manager replace it and like pay them back for the toothbrush. Would you do that? No, but, I mean, surely Disney probably took care of them. I mean, it's a, t- it's a toothbrush, and they're staying at a pretty high-priced place. So what did they do? Well, the man refused to give the luggage back unless the toothbrush was replaced. Okay. Okay. Like, like a Hello Kitty <laughs> toothbrush. Right. So well, I'm Disney gonna, owns Hello Kitty. So, so I'm be, going to – you're right. So I'm going to – They bring a meet greet of Hello Kitty to that person's hotel room probably if they wanted well, you look at this man online, and he looks like scary. He's got one eye looking up, one googly eye looking down, and they're kind of offset. His eyes aren't even even, so he just looks scary. He's from Australia. He's like, like Chunk Goonies. That's exactly what he looks like, but he looks like he's Filipino, but he's from Australia. Go figure. Okay. I don't know. So, anywho, he's holding these poor victims hostage, right? These 14 pieces of luggage that right. just want to go to their owner, for crying out loud. And he's refusing to give it up because of his daughter's Hello Kitty toothbrush. Well, the manager was not quick to help him. He was just like, give us the luggage and we'll, th- we'll take care of your toothbrush. And he wouldn't take that for an answer. He's like, no, no, ain't happening. So uh, apparently a few hours went by and this guy still didn't give back the luggage. Crazy. Like this man's just crazy. Well, police officers arrived. Uh, the man finally let his daughter out of the room because he wasn't allowing anyone out of the room. He wouldn't even let the police in. I don't know how he barricaded the door, but he, if he did at all, I don't know. I'm just saying that. I don't know why the police didn't just come barging in there and just kick the crap down out of the door. Probably because it'd be a bad show, especially at that resort, you know? Yep. Finally, his family gets out. He's left in there. The police come in. Not only is this man charged with theft, right? But assaulting a police officer and resisting arrest all over a toothbrush. That's a magical moment right there. Dude, that's insane. He was taken to Orange County Jail, and the family did bail him out. But uh, just nuts, dude. Over a freaking toothbrush. What I thought was really funny about this article, though, dude, it says it's unclear if they ever compensated for the toothbrush. And at the very bottom, it's so awesome. That's ridiculous. They could actually have Hello Kitty come up and brush the little girl's teeth every day of their vacation. And, <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's not a big deal. Like, that's such a minor thing for such a big deal. To, I mean, it's not even newsworthy, really, if if the guy just does the right thing. It just, it, I mean, how crazy is that over a it's, flipping toothbrush? It's got to be now, the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. I know. I want to know what day this guy was on. Like, yeah. what day into his vacation? Because I know by day three, I'm getting a little cranky, even waiting in lines and the heat and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So I want to know what day he was on. So let's go on. So Bob Iger, you want to take a guess as to how much this man makes every single year? Oh, no, I don't want to even take a guess. Well, it's guess. probably guess. Uh, it's more than the Powerball jackpot for Saturday. Uh, 500 million. No, uh, it is in the millions, but not 500 million. Go ahead, g- give a guess. Give a guess. Yeah, how much? How much he's paid, or how much he's worth? No, how much every he's paid, year? How much he's paid? Okay, uh, maybe like 
50 mil. You're very close, dude. It is about $45 million. $44.9 million. So that's where your 6% increase on travel agent rates is going to, or not six, it's not, sorry, not increase. It was actual reduction in travel agent, uh, compensation for booking travel through Disney. Uh, and that 6% is going back to Disney. So that's where the 6% is going from the travel agent to Disney. That's where the, the hike in ticket sales, the increase, that's where that's going. It's right into Bob Iger's pockets, man. No one, I am sorry. I don't care if you're the CEO of Disney Incorporated, whatever. You don't deserve $44.9 million. Come on, dude. He's got so many, he's got a plethora of people working for him that pull all the strings. I'm sorry, Iger. I know you probably do a ton. You probably do. But let's face it, dude. When you're the CEO, you're a yes or no man. That's simply it. Yes or no. You're making uh, decisions by saying yes to that, no to that. And you get paid $44.9 million to do so. What do you think about that, Dave? Maybe he's the starting pitcher for the Anaheim Angels also. That would that would earn him $49 mil Yeah, dude. On, to- on top of his other duties. What I thought was crazy, though, so check this out. So I'm looking at this article, like, right now. So we have Christine McCarthy, who was named CFO in June. Now, she earned $7.1 million, and the person she replaced, he was paid $15.1 million. So why is this female getting paid less than half as her predecessor? So how long was the last guy in the field? Doesn't say. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean... You're getting paid more than any female starting teacher. I am too. It's, if you've been there a long time, then you get a pay increase. Yeah, but this is huge, dude. This is a huge gap. You're, you're telling me over a 20-year span, if they're only there for 20 years, because you know they're only there for 10, 5, 10 years at a time, and right. they move on, that you can potentially earn over 7 point whatever million dollars extra within like a 20-year span? I mean, Seriously? That's, that's, that's double starting pay. I mean, I'm, I've been teaching for 17 years, and I make more than double starting pay for a teacher. It's just, it's, it's just insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got a good, good point. You know, touche. Yeah, that's good. a lot. That's a lot of money, but yeah, it. I mean, I guess, I guess it's, uh, the benefits of seniority. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that I, I just don't get it. So, all right, another thing, real quick. We won't really talk about this, but you know, up to like last week. Star Wars had grossed well over $22 billion, just to give you a heads up. Insane. That movie came out, The Force Weekends. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it. That's all I'm going to say about that, Dave, because I know you're tired of hearing about it. $2 billion of that came from Nick's pocket. (laughs) Yeah, because I have seen the movie six times, right? (laughs) Well, technically, uh, four in the theater and two online. Two online. Two online, but I'm not going to give out that link. I don't want to get in trouble. Yikes. So, yeah, you can find it online, people. So, anywho, let's talk about Mike from Beer, I Guest Podcast. You know, there is a marathon going on right now, right? He's there. He is there, and he is posting a lot of pictures. He's got some great photos. Have you have you gotten a chance to see his photos? Yeah, yeah, I looked at him all day today. He's a lucky man. He's doing the dopey, so he'll be there throughout the weekend and just uh, starting it off with the 5K with his family and, and going all the way through the true marathon on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to see the rest of these pictures that he's got coming up. But he always does a great job on social media. So uh, he, he makes us feel like we're with him the whole step of the way. Yeah, so, so he's running the Dopey. What What is the Dopey for our listeners that don't know? 
So the Dopey is every single race of Disney World Marathon Weekend. It starts off with a 5K, which is 3.1 miles. And then the next day they do a 10K, which is 6.2 miles. And then on Saturday they have a half marathon, so that's 13.1. And then on Sunday they have the, the full marathon, the 26.2. So that's uh, the math on that is 39.3 uh 45.5 uh, and 48.6 so i guess it's 48.6 miles i might be wrong on the math on that Did one but it's your, a lot do your, fifth, your fourth grade math uh, uh I, I ran out of fingers ran out of fingers i'm off the clock so i don't do that <laughs> that's a lot so yeah they the runners are put through an ultimate test but you know what the the it would be something fantastic i i had planned on doing that at one point in my life and I looked at how much it costs, and it's over $500 to run these races for the weekend. What? You get absolutely no break in that either. So it's not like you, the more races you sign up for, the, the bigger the discount. It's full price, and in some, I think at some point it's full price plus some extra money because you get a T-shirt for each one of those uh, races that you're in. So you'll get four T-shirts, and plus I think you get a fifth T-shirt for doing one that says the Dopey Challenge on it. Um, but I mean, it's a ton of money. They're making a killing down there in these races, and they're selling out every single time. Oh, I so, know, dude. Yeah. So on a personal note, I am going down for the inaugural Dark Side Half Marathon in April, and I cannot be more excited about that. So uh, Disney puts on a good show. I don't know if I'd pay 500 bucks for a weekend worth of running, but I'm going down, and I can't wait to join the Dark Side. Oh, outstanding, man. Yeah, he, uh, he man, he's spending a lot of money for teacher salary. That's a lot. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he, ma- you love. he makes the big bucks. Anywho, so uh, Disney's, uh, you know, Reedy Creek. We all know Reedy Creek, you know. The, right. uh, everything has to get passed through Reedy Creek to go ahead and start expansion for a lot of stuff down there in Orlando. But the Reedy Creek Firehouse uh, apparently is stopping their tours. Now, this was something I didn't know they actually gave tours of the firehouse down there, bud. And I guess I it makes those. sense because you can go to any firehouse and get a tour, but... How cool would that be to go to Reedy Creek's firehouse and get a tour? But apparently they stopped them indefinitely, and there's no reason why. There was nothing given why. Now, of all of the places in Orlando to go get tours of, <laughs> who picks the Reedy Creek firehouse? I mean, I guess it'd be cool just to see. It'd be cool they, just, to, just to go there, you know? I don't know, man. <laughs> that would it's not Reedy, be on my list. It's Reedy Creek, dude. Yeah, it is. All right, so, you know, Disney <laughs> owns about 30% of Hulu, right? Right. So they struck a big deal with Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's not really much to this article just yet. This is apparently old news, but we all know that Hulu uh, is owned – a big chunk of Hulu is owned by Disney because Disney does have their paws, if you want to call it that, on on everything it seems like nowadays. But now their big deal is with Netflix. And we will see what is to come in the future with that, bud. So, you know, we just read, uh, what was it, last month, Dave, with with the, with the big network that they were buying out, right, or merging yeah, it's with? Called, it's called Freeform, actually. It was uh, the okay, original so family re, channel. So renamed again? Yeah, I, I think so. Or is, That's this a what separate, I read. or is this a separate network? This is an, The one that I read about was the family channel, and then it was like Fox Family, and then it was – so now whatever it was after Fox Family, I can't remember – now they're t- it's turning into Freeform, which is a network geared towards 11 to 15-year-olds or something like that, they said. So teenager. It's geared towards teenagers. I hope they don't put out more Descendants. That show is crap. And I'm sorry. I probably A lot of our listeners are probably screaming at me right now. I try. I know Mike loves it. Dude, I tried to get into, into that show, Descendants. Have you seen it? 
No. Okay, dude, I tried and tried. I watched a couple episodes with my boy Colin. Even my boy couldn't get into it. It's just, it's awful. It's like NSYNC meets Disney. Is it, I thought it was a cart. It's not a cartoon. No, dude, it's a musical. It's like High School Musical, dude. See, so that's, that's even that's even better. It's High School Musical meets Disney, dude. Uh, anywho, I I could not get into it, but apparently Disney struck a deal with Netflix. We'll see what is to come later on in the year. Hey, you know, Corella Deville, or excuse me, 101 Dalmatians, you know, is going to be made into a live action movie and that seems to be the new trend right now right dave taking yeah. all these old classics flipping them turning them into live movies now i would like to see them turned into a new animation like 3d animation like pixar does i always thought that would be really cool to remake all that stuff but we know disney's starting to remake and they started with the jungle book they're coming out with 101 dalmatians we know that they're coming out with a few others like sword in the stone oh pete Pete the Magic Dragon? Yeah, Pete's Dragon. They yeah, came Pete, out with Yeah, yeah, Pete's Dragon. I'm sorry. Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. Exactly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for saying that. But guess who's going to play Cruella DeVille? Emma Stone. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah I, so, I think did, that's pretty one, cool. At one point, did uh, did they not do Bette Midler with her with Cruella DeVille? Uh, for some reason, that strikes my memory is that, that Bette Midler was Cruella DeVille in the past. Well, this article says that Emma Stone may play, so it's just rumor, I guess, yeah, for right I, now. I guarantee it's not it's not Bette Midler now. May she, play Cruella Deville in the Disney live action uh, uh, story. So, and this is according to a Hollywood Reporter, you know. So, um, she's in early nego negotiations right now with 101 Dalmatians. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Oh no! Do you know who it should be? Is the uh Bellatrix Lestrange from the Harry Potter movies. I can't remember what her name is. Oh, you uh, think? Yeah, dude, she's great. I love that woman. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you got a point. I could see. I could see that. Ah, man, her name escapes me too. I can't remember. I'll have to look that one up. You know, that's all I got for you. Hit us up with some this day in history. Why don't you take us back? Let's go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So, if your imagination is ready. Here we go. All right, we're kicking off this week in Disney history. Welcome back, everybody. January 9th, 1938. We're going way back on this one to one of my favorite things that Disney's ever made. Now, you have to be selective when I say that because this was the day that Leopold Stokowski, and I'll probably be saying that wrong, was the uh, conductor for what would soon be the music that played in the background of The Sorcerer's Apprentice which we all know was part of Fantasia. So Fantasia, the movie, it's good. It's not great. Uh, but the, the scene of The Sorcerer's Apprentice is one of my favorite scenes. Love it. And this day, January 9th of 1938, was the day that the music was made for that scene. Huge Sorcerer Mickey fan right here in the house, Dave. That's my guy, yeah, for sure. So January 9th also, this time 1987, this one goes out to you and all the Star Wars nerds, Nick. Disneyland opens Star Tours on this day, January 9th of 1987. You know what else happened in 87? What happened? The St. Louis Cardinals moved to Phoenix. On January 9th? Well, uh, not January oh, just, 9th, just, oh, okay, in 87, dude. Don't you remember yeah. that? Yeah, and I we might have the Rams leaving as well. So Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, you should have been there that night because they had uh, watches that they were handing out to everybody that went through the premiere, you that how, went through the ride. You know how old I would have been then? <laughs> uh, let me see. Four? Close. Six. <laughs> how, old would you, how old would you have been? 
11. 11? Okay. 11. Mm, That's why Dave is uh, more mature than I am because he yeah, it is. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll move on with that. January 11, 2001 is the next thing I have for you. And this was the grand opening of Downtown Disney at Disneyland Resort. Way overdue, I thought. When I saw that year 2001, I thought, wow, that's way overdue. What what genius decided to, you know, construct that? Another way to get the nickel and dime people and get, to get money from you. Pure For sure. genius. And in a, but in a land that's so crunched, I guess I know why why it didn't happen until 2001 because they – they just simply didn't have the room. I guess they finally must have bought out one of their neighbors or something. I can't I can't imagine them trying to cram something into that little bitty park. All right, man, January 12th, 1957. You know I don't mention birthdays very often on this uh, segment, but I did this time. John Lasseter's birthday. The date surprised me again, 1957. So that makes him right now. Let's do our math again. Man, there's too much math in this episode. Uh, let's see, 50 years would be 2007. So he's like 59? I would have, you know, I would have put him, you know, born in the early 50s, dude. Like, seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, my father was born in, let's see here, 53, I believe. And that man looks older than my father, to be completely honest with you. But um, I definitely would have put him in that age category, you know. So what, what year was he born again? 1957. I would have thought that he would have been way older than that. Yeah, and you did your, you know, by the way, you did your uh, fourth grade math, right? Oof, man, I was, old, so. I was sweating it, dude, because, uh, you know, this guy's, a, he, he's been a big deal at Disney for, I don't know, what do you think, 15 years now? Yeah, and it's gotten to, look how old he looks, dude. So he's 59, he's been a big deal for 15 years, so that's 49. Have you noticed, though, like, during Toy Story, okay, you saw the Behind the Magic series that was on television uh, what, last month. They did a yeah. whole thing with uh, John Lasseter. Yeah. Did you see how he looked during the original Toy Story and what he looks like now? It's like well, I mean, it's like being a president. You age, you know. Like he has literally aged, and I I can only assume it's because he was he's been stressed out over all these films. Well, he was a big. I mean, he made his title when he was in his 30s, so he was a, he was a young dude when most. I mean, I that's shocking to me that he was so young when when he rose to his stardom. I guess. Yeah, he was an animator with Disney. Right. All right. Next up, we have January 12th, 1990. This was the opening date for the International Gateway at Epcot, which is the second park entrance. I think this is the only resort down at Disney World that has two entranceways, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Really? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Magic Kingdom only has the one, you know, animal. Yeah, this is the only park that has two entranceways. And this is kind of the secret one that a lot of people don't know about. But speaking of races this weekend, Mike's going to be running that. That, as far yeah. as I know, yeah. marathon still takes you down that that path. So. All right. So what else is up, buddy? All right, January fourteenth, two thousand fourteen, we have the introduction to the Fast Pass Plus at the Magic Kingdom, uh, where riders can ride up to to our reserve up to three rides two months in advance, maybe even longer if they're staying on property. Uh, you know, this is the next generation. Um, halting of these huge queues at some of these some of these rides, right? Yeah, and it's a great system to be honest with you. You know, I really enjoy it because you're guaranteed a handful of rides throughout the day. You know, 
Yep. And also we have January 15th, 1955. I thought this was kind of interesting that uh, this was the day that Walt Disney announced the decision to go ahead and build Tomorrowland, even though it wouldn't be ready in time for the park to open. So imagine imagine Disneyland. Wow. Okay. Imagine Disneyland without Tomorrowland. And if it's not at Disneyland, they're not building it at Disney World either, probably. Right. Yeah. So this was a that's a pretty big day. Dude, to, he, he was bold. He was bold. You know, he pushed everyone. To, to just – he pushed everyone to reach their full potential, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. So on a related note, January 15th, this is 20 years to the day later, Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom opens up, the first of the Space Mountains, which then is such a big hit that um, it inspires the same ride to open at Disneyland and at Tokyo Disney and at Disneyland Paris and at Hong Kong Disneyland. So they've got a Space Mountain at every single one of their parks. It, the first one was at the Magic Kingdom, opened January 15th of 1975. Outstanding, man. Did you know that, that was an outdoor and indoor ride originally? No. It was supposed to go out, yeah, dude. It was supposed to go outside and come back inside. That's kind of cool. That is awesome. I wish they would have done that. Oh, and on the same day, January 15th, 1975, the Carousel of Progress opened up at the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. So we're looking at two major rides that opened. You know, they op- they opened the Carousel of Progress. It was eventually it was originally at the 64 World's Fair, and then it went out to California at Disneyland. But then they moved it to uh, the Magic Kingdom at Tomorrowland on January 15th, 1975. And so I have one more for you. We were talking about. Uh, Bob Iger, or a little bit earlier, but here's his predecessor, Michael Eisner, January 15th of 1990. Michael Eisner announces a fourth park will be coming to Walt Disney World Complex. That fourth park is? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. And you know what else he announced on that same day is that there was going to be a Soviet Union pavilion built at Epcot. Really? So this is at, yeah, so this was after the Cold War, and I had to look that one up because I was like, really? Because I had never heard of that before, and uh, so I looked it up. I'm still doing research on it, but I haven't found a lot on it. I think that would be kind of weird. Well, you know those Soviet astronauts came to – was that – that was was that during his time? I think it was. Were the, Soviets, the Soviet astronauts uh, – I guess you call them cosmonauts mm-hmm. – went to Epcot and I guess got a tour? Yeah. You know, I, I'm pretty sure it was just right after the Cold War. And that would have probably- been that time frame, right? Yeah. Yeah, it may have coincided with this announcement. I'm not sure, but uh, I wonder if that was just some type of foreign relations, you know? Yeah, yeah, making that announcement to, get, to maybe to get the cosmonauts to come, and then after they leave, just drop the plans. Well, and also, what better way to smooth things over with the American public and the uh, the Soviet Union, or you know, what is now you know Russia, whatever, um, than to than for Disney. You know, to release yeah. something like that that everyone loves and kind of be that mediator between the two. So picture this Kremlin-looking building on the uh, World Showcase, and you have the dudes with the big old bearskin yes, hats. I love it. I think that'd be standing great. guard out front on, on, on a July day in Orlando. I think, that, And then have the, the snow machines blowing. I think that would be great. Yeah, that's awesome. So anyway, that's the last thing I got for this week in Disney history. We had a lot, and I'm glad to make it back. Uh like I said, we've been off for a couple of weeks, and uh, I'm glad to be bringing, bringing the history back. Yeah, if you guys just keep in mind, you know, every single Saturday, Dave and I are going to be throwing the down and dirty rumors and news and history at you. So listen to us every single Saturday on our new format. And as always, listeners, if you have an idea, a question, or you want to share your experiences with us, Nick and Dave, on our show, you can always contact us, Podcast at gmail.com. 
You can text us, 407-674-0414. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Just simply search for Miles Capades Podcast. It's that time, Dave. Peace. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends. Once upon a time in a land far away lived a vain, evil queen, and every day she would say, Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? You, my queen, are flawless, it's true, but there is another more flawless than you. Skin white as snow, hair black as night, lips red as a rose, her name is Snow White. I can hold it down with my rabbit, squirrels, and pigeons. I'm so fancy. You can call me Snow. They all know my name. <laughs> From Arendelle to Tokyo. I'm so fancy. Twirling in this cloak. Doing my thing. Watch me go. Hi. Oh! I'm the Huntsman. The wicked uh, queen, she sent me to... Uh, kill you you have a really nice voice you know that really pretty i'm so fancy natural oh thank you oh right uh you should Um, probably run okay i'm so fancy gonna kill this hole over the river and through the backwoods until she found a spare room in the heart of the hood name is? Well, I'm Snow White. What's your name is? I'm Ashy. I'm Nappy. I'm Two. I'm Fruity, hey. I'm Musty. I'm Christy. And I'm Dopey. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, nice to meet you all. But this place is a sty. It's time to clean up. Now you get the comet, you change the trash bags, you hit the music, and I'll wash the do-rags. Come on! Just whistle while you twerk. Probably the landlord. My baby mama. Or my baby's daddy. Either way, we We ain't here. Oh, don't be silly. Hello. Would you like an apple today? Hell no. Of course I will. (laughs) 
bitch, please. If you the fairest in the land, then I'm moving to the sea. See, Dad, I gotta <laughs> twerk that. Oh, 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 oh. Seven black dudes and one dead white woman. I wonder how that's gonna look. Well, I heard on this gossip side online, right, that if you kiss her, she'll wake up, but it has to be the kiss of true love. And it's not like some handsome prince is just gonna show up ready to kiss her. Did somebody call for a prince? Hey. As if swept there by some fairy godmother wish, he closed his blue eyes and gave her a kiss. Now that's embarrassing. Man, move out the way, move out the way. You don't know what you're doing. Let me handle this. It's you. It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's dope to the O to the P. Whatever. So, uh, when you want to get married? <laughs> Just whistle while you twerk. <laughs> Let's get turned up, turned down for what? Just whistle while you twerk. Let's name name while you dust. Let's get it clean and gangsta lean. Wipe up this crusty crust. Y'all don't need to be twerking. Ha! <laughs> mm -mm, honey, he little. And they all live ratchetly ever after.